about that. You know, this is not some newbie, <laughs> right? Let them know. Y'all hear that New York in her voice, though? Can you hear it? It's there. Yeah. It's there. You know it. You know how to <laughs> Shout out to Jamaica, Queens, you know, mm-hmm. a queen raised by in Queens. But um, no, so you're, you're probably referring to my role as Rosie in Fresh. Um, I okay. did that role. Everybody knows yeah. the movie Fresh. Everybody should know the movie Fresh. Come on now. That's you a little Rosie? I was little Rosie. Oh, okay. yeah, I, I, got I, I took the bullet in the neck. Oh, no. That's right. Oh, that's cold right there. <laughs> Duh, but you like, survived. Like, Look, you survived. I'm here. And you're still here. Tell us about I'm it, though. Tell us here. about that time. Yeah. How was that for you? How was that experience for you as a child? You know what? It, I, I didn't realize how impactful that film was going to be in the Black community. I had no idea the significance. You know, yeah. you 11, I was 11 years old when I did the movie. Um, pretty much, I just wanted to go to camp and play with my friends. I had no idea, like, what I was about to be a part of. And so... I was a part of this program, Big Brother, Big Sister, um, and it's for, you know, disadvantaged youth. My parents worked hard, but they couldn't always do everything with me and my siblings, you know? So they put us in this program so that it would afford us more opportunity to kind of expand, you know, our perspective in, in terms of the worldview. And so I was a part of this program and they had these auditions and my mother was like, oh my God, this kid was born for the screen, right? So yeah. take her to the audition. So they took me. Um, you know, I beat out a bunch of other girls. It was probably about a hundred and something girls. And they was like, okay, we want her. And again, I'm still not realizing my life is about to change, right? I'm getting ready to be on a big screen. Like it's not, it hasn't hit me. And so I'm going to the, you know, the rehearsals and I'm, I'm going to the set and we're filming and the film was released in 1994. I remember going through school. Everybody was like, oh my God, like that's the shorty from the movie. I oh. remember her. She got shot in the neck. That's her. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, again, still not really understanding the, the significance of this. And so I'm just thinking it was cool. Gave me money for college. You know, I'm not really like sweating it. And then. Uh, I want to say probably around 2010, 2011, when I really started to see the movie and how people were applying, you know, parts of the movie to their lives and, you know, parts of the film yeah, and how yeah. it impacted them as people. I was like, yo, like this film really was dope. And so I sat down and watched it. Like, cause you know, to be in it, you seeing it from a different perspective, but to actually watch the magic and to watch, yeah, you know, the movie the and the story, it. Yeah, each, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, you had it a significant crazy. role in there. You had people in tears. This wasn't and, like just, you know, an ordinary, uh, you know, scrub on the side, what you call it, just a stand-in or an extra. Right. Yeah. 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 So Listen, I gave y'all my dope. best stuff, okay? I gave y'all my <laughs> best on that, on, on yeah. that basketball court. I took that bullet like a champ, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so how would you, like, on your podcast, when you discuss, uh, you guys discuss suicide, you discuss things like this, how do you... Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of help someone in that situation what would you say to them though wow you know the first thing I I definitely want to let people know is you know I've been there I think when we tell people our own experiences and we're honest and transparent because folks will look at our life and say you know she's so put together she's done so many great things or she's achieved so much there's no way that she has a dark day there's no way that she's ever questioned her own existence and her own purpose. And so I think when we start with that kind of connecting human to human, saying, yeah, listen, they don't think celebrities have um, they don't. dark days. Like y'all got money, they don't. Y'all got fame, right? right? We want to mm-hmm. be you. So obviously you living good. Right. Exactly. They don't realize that they're human first, right? right? That they deal with the same insecurities, the same struggles, the same shortcomings and flaws that we do. Um, if not, there's a heightened because they're public. You know what I mean? Like, you yeah. know, like you said, um, 
people forgot quickly that Nick Cannon has been on the front lines of all of these marches, not just for George Floyd, but those before this, you know, other uh, tragedies yeah. where, you know, black lives were taken at the hands of law enforcement or, or other, uh, you know, situations. He's been there. They forget that he's the one finished who finished the documentary that Dr. Sabi started. Like we, we quickly discount and diminish what people have done. We focused on their incident in that moment and forgetting again that he's human. So yeah. to him, you know, navigating the relationships that he does in Hollywood, navigating the relationships that he does in corporate America and all the things that he has to and take on his shoulders. Of he dollars on the line. Millions of dollars on the line. Millions he thought an apology the was the best was the best response. Right. Um, and our ability to immediately attack him 24 hours after praising him. That's the thing that gets me. Yeah. Like we were just praising him 24 hours ago and now we're tearing so him fickle. down. Human love human love is so fickle yep. and frail it's so fickle. You love yeah. you one moment hate you the next all right it's conditional yeah oh, right yeah. it's conditional if you yeah. do what i want you to do and you be who i want you to be then i will love you but the minute you're no longer who i want or you're no longer serving me mm -hmm. there's no need for me to still love you and that's literally the message that we keep sending celebrities and we send each other you know so like you said even with tamar I don't know her situation. I did watch a couple seasons of the Braxton's. I'm not big on TV, especially not reality TV. But I saw her pain seasons ago. You yeah, can I see, see 